0: NBA Strayer, how are you going? How you going? you good? Bloody well hope so. I mean, it is a new year, that's right. <makes noise> Love it. How'd you spend your New Year's? Did you get shit-faced? I got a bit bit sideways. Wasn't too bad. It's alright. So what happens when you got two kids, it gets a bit tough. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, this is NBA Strayer. It's not, you know... 2023 Dad Australia. Not yet. Uh, I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of Codebet. That's a very good website. Go check that one out. Odds, comparisons, etc. Uh, I'm also on Fox Sports Lab NBA. I'm also in the paper every day. A lot of other stuff. Uh, here in Chateau de la mort Studios down in Lawn. Hanging out. I'll tell you what. Down here in the studio it gets bloody hot. So This might be the hottest place in Lawn. <laughs> It's like shit cold a lot of the time, man. God damn. So damn hot, and the rent's too high. Uh, anyway, here hanging out, giving the lowdown on all things out of the NBA season. Still another holiday show, so we'll just fly through this one for you. Uh, guess what? Luke is ridiculous. Uh, another 50. LeBron went off for his birthday. Giannis did some shit that no one's seen since like Moses Malone was doing it back in 19 Diggity 2. Uh, so we're going to do all that. A bit of a weekend winner loser kind of vibe. i uh, will do some game wraps. We'll do that's not Knife, all oh, mate, no man, spot of the night, better than Monzo Ball, Dick of the Week. We've got some Yanazi up on the repeat of the day. Outback take us. Flame Grill take. And that's it. That'll be a quick straight play. watch. Quick gazy gray mamba. And that's it. No skit. I think we might just tag a uh, bit of a bangers on there. How's that? It? Cooking with Bainsy to start off your week. That sound good? Or maybe a deli review. Ah, fuck it, we'll do a deli review. Righto. <laughs> Let's get into it. Episode 872 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better, uh, especially if you made a bad list about, uh, what is it, the best dunkers ever based on in-game dunking and dunk contests. Whoever made that horrible one was, what is it, at, Sog Basketball. Get the fuck out of here. It's such a bad tier. And I hate, like, it's a bad tier rating and Shaq is just there like, hell no, who made this list? And uh, I tend to hate that sort of troll list shit. It's like, ah, look at our list. It's like, yeah, right, you're just doing it so someone like Shaq goes off. We get it. Uh, In-game dunking, though. Come on, man. You can't have Shaq on tier five and uh, Shaq teed often, so enjoy that. Righto. Let's get into today's show. The way we start every show here at NBA Australia with a daily... Whip around. There you go. It's actually my wedding anniversary today. Celebrating it by doing NBA Australia. Old oh, mate is very impressed. <laughs> That's all the news you can print. Jimmy gets stabbed. <laughs> ah, now nah, going for a very nice dinner this evening. Getting on the tips. Uh, right, some news. Nate McMillan. I love a good story. It's like, he thought about quitting, but he hasn't. And he's job safe. So what's the news? Oh, he thought about it. So what does it mean? Nothing. <laughs> Seriously, his job status has been considered safe. And the Hawks want to finish out the season with McMillan on the sideline. But McMillan appears to be near the end of his tenure with the Hawks after the season. Unless there's a resignation before then. But you just said he didn't want to quit. He thought about it, and he decided not to. He has strongly considered resigning, but he fucking didn't. I love it. Uh, So this is why maybe Landry Fields took over. Uh, We mentioned that, what, a week and a half ago. Um, He was, you know, basically up to the GM. They have moved Trevor Schlenk into, like, a big consulting sort of position uh, there have only been positive conversations with McMillan about the direction of the team this season. No resignation is imminent. All right, good. Then what is this news? Bloke doesn't like job. <laughs> Seriously, get the fuck out of here. Um, but this is kind of like the all, you know, the the, the link, from the Trey Young story from about a month month or so ago of him and McMillan going back and forth and everybody in that locker room going, no, 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 we're cool with Nate challenging this fucking whiny little gimp, Trey Young. We're fucking sick of him and his pubey fucking hair. Piss him off. We're here with Nate. He's our coach. And everyone's like, all right, we'll let this simmer for a month and we'll see if Nate wants to quit and just get sick of him. Not yet, not yet. Anyway, uh, Mike Brown, he has cleared the protocols, talking about coaches. It's good, Sacramento. (laughs) Need their coach. Uh, Gary Payton II. The mitten, the gloves little son, I love it, he's available. He can make his debut for Portland tomorrow against the Pistons. Watch out, Detroit. And uh Darwin Ham was asked about Anthony Davis and his foot. He's like, oh, the biggest thing is the pain's just about dissipated. So, you know, he's he's re- trending in the right direction. Give it what, another considering it's Anthony Davis. Two to three weeks, comes back, hurts it again, is out another month. <laughs> Done. Book it. All right, let's do some uh, game wraps from the weekend, and then we'll just fly through some really, really, really quick uh, weekend winners and losers uh, because I got shit to do, and uh, it was a pretty, it felt like a pretty brief weekend because of the only only the three games today. So let's bloody well do it with some game wraps. Game wraps. Game, wrap, game, wrap, game wraps. Game wraps. Game That's right, the game wraps. If you cast your mind back to uh, Saturday, the Wizards beat the Magic Men 1-19-100. And uh, I believed in the magic here, and they really magicked it up. But that's it. Should have seen this one coming. This is a really good tanking spot for the magic, right? Like, tag the Wizards with another win. Give up 42 points in the third quarter. Go from there. Uh, The Lakers. I mean, we all know what they do. The Lakers stink! The Lakers, though. The Lakers. won. They won. (laughs) <laughs> they beat the Hawks. Uh, on the bronze birthday, no less, uh, he had 47 points as well. we can going to talk about that again later because it's fucking awesome. Hey, meanwhile, the Hawks are shit. They're 17 and 19. They stink, like, out loud. Oh, but, jeez, injuries. Yeah, they're always injured. That's half the fucking problem. Nobody wants John Collins, that's a total cocktail. Trey Young's having a fucking bitch and moan session every two days. Meanwhile, he can't hit a fucking... Three to save his life. I don't know. They're just a bit shit. The Lakers rolling in there on LeBron's birthday. It's the first time LeBron's played there since 2019. He wins the game, puts up 47. I mean, he just got beat by a 38-year-old. Jesus. What are you doing, Hawks? Anyway, uh, the Suns, the injured Suns with nobody lost in Toronto, 113-104. Good win for the raps. They needed that one. Gary Terrence, Trent Darby Jr. tore him apart. The Bulls beat the Pistons 132-118. Zachy Cakes' Adam Levine dropped 43 in that one. It's like, oh, Zach's back. It's like, dude, he played the Pistons. Just pumped the brakes. Uh, the Bucks beat the Wolves 123-114. Uh, 43 for Giannis to uh, end that losing streak that they had up to that point. And, of course, he also uh, had just a pretty lazy 43-20. Yeah, it's pretty bloody good. I'll pay that. I mean, I certainly haven't put up a 43-20 and 20 in a while. The Pelicans beat the Sixers 127-116. CJ McCollum was fucking unreal in this game. I love him. Good win by the Pels. Nuggs 124 beat the Heat 119. Huge run by Jamal Murray to close out this game. He is so fucking clutch. And we forget about it because it's like, oh, he was awesome in the bubble. But the bubble doesn't count. No, the bubble only doesn't count if you're the Lakers. <laughs> Um, but just cast your mind back to the Donny Mitchell, Jam and Jamal Murray. Battles and jewels of the bubble. And Jam and Jamal, look, he hit some massive shots down the stretch there to uh win that game. Huge stuff. Loved it. That's kind of like the secret sauce and the nuggets thing. They're only gonna get better as long as they stay healthy. Uh the Warriors, they beat the Blazers 118-112. Huge comeback win in the fourth quarter. They held the Blazers to 16 and dropped 30 themselves to win that by six. Uh, Jordan Poole and Co. Real fucking good. He had 41. Clay has 31. But it was their defense that really, really sort of clicked in late there. So big win for the Warriors at home. 16-2 and two at home. Unbelievable. Kings 126. Eked at a huge win with Kevin fucking Hwida. Beating the ass. 125-126. Unbelievable game. That was so much fucking fun. I love the Kings. Fire's laser. Even Delhi's getting into the fire of the beam. Uh, yesterday, the paces. Oh, how good was Tyrese Halliburton? Fuck, he's good against the Clippers. 131, 130. Hold him off. Nets kick the fuck out of the Hornets from the gecko. 123, 106. 11 straight wins. It's pretty good. Cleveland Audreys. That's right. They hold on for a win. That's um, one of my favorite teams out there. Cleveland. That's right. You better believe it. Cleveland. They did the damn thing. Bulls gave him a bit of a scare, but Cavs hold on. Uh, ugly game. I don't know if you watched much of that one, but more pouty if you didn't. Knicks uh beat the Rockets 108-88 in a replay of the 1994 NBA Finals. The Mavs hold on to beat the Spurs with Luca, putting up his third 50-point fucking game of the last, what, six days, eight days? Unbelievable. They held on to win 126-125. This time he missed the free throw. To and you know, finished the clock. He didn't have to hit a fucking shot after it. Grizzlies, Jar versus Zion. Grizzlies beat the Pelicans 116 101. Huge game. Jar was awesome. Fuck, he was good in that game. Uh, Pistons beat the Wolves. Oh, Jesus. What's happened here? That's right, the Wolves. They might. Oh, just. I mean, you watch that game and you're just like, seriously, what the hell was that? This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. Seriously, it was horrible. There was no other way to put it because they're shit. Wolves stink. Um,. To go back to Jar's game, 32, eight assists. God damn, he was good. Just took over and went, no, oh, that's pretty cool, Zion. No, 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 fuck you. Uh, Sixers shorthanded, beat the Thunder. Big win for the Sixers to split that little road trip where they lose to the Pelicans, turn around, beat the Thunder on a back-to-back. Embiid um, had a triple-double. He had the 16, 13, and 10, 23 for Tobias Harris. It's like, yep, hey, Tobias, we need, uh, we need you to get 40 against a good team. No can do, boss, but he's 21. He's like, all right, what do you need, 23 against the Thunder? They're like, oh, I guess. He's like, okay, I got you, 23 against the Thunder. Thanks for coming, Tobias Harris. Uh, Good to see Aussie Maddie T get out there and nail all three of his threes. Bloody good game. Uh, The Heat beat the Yaz. Thanks to Tyler Hero with the running three at the buzzer. Huge shot, huge game winner. Miami really desperately needed that one too. Getting over the Yaz on a back-to-back. And then today's, today's games, the Grizzlies ship pump the Kings 118 108. The Wizards beat the shorthanded Bucks. No, no Beal for the Wizards. And no Giannis or basically anybody else for the Buckaroos. So, one of those ones where you take it with a grain of salt and go, that's fine. Kyle Kuzma puts up a triple double. Like, if that's going to happen, you're probably going to lose the game. You know, Rui Hachimura continues his stellar formula at 26. Uh, but, yeah, no Giroux holiday, no Giannis. Jingles didn't hit a shot. Tough one for uh, the Bucks. And then last but not least, the Nuggets. Beat the Celtics 123-111 with our second weird delay of the week end uh, where Time Lord yammed an alley-oop so hard it fucked up the backboard. This came after the Grizzlies-Pelicans game where they just didn't have... A clock. So that's a worry. <laughs> anyway, Joker throws in a triple-double, 30-12-12 against uh, the Seas. Off he goes. Crushes it. But really, the Boston Celtics, this is the thing. This is why I tip the Nuggets going into it. Just Look, you can have all the outside attack you want. You can have all the good stuff you want and need. But when you got a big Serbian in the middle, sometimes it doesn't fucking matter. 18 for Aaron Gordon. Bruce Brown, 21, 19 for MPJ. Off they bloody well go. Big win for the Nugs, 24 and 12. Salsic's on the road, dropped 11 and 6, 26 to 11 on the season. But that's huge. Let's do some weekend winners and losers, shall we? I reckon that's a good idea, Jimmy. Let's do that then. Oh my God. I won! I won! (laughs) Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. Can we get a shot of me? There you go. In other news. Um uh, tragic mix up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. Um uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, there we go. <laughs> it's a classic for a reason. Uh <laughs> ah, never fails to get me. Uh some quick weekend winners. I'll tell you what, Brooklyn. That's eleven straight. They now have the second best record in the NBA, second in the East. Uh absolutely cruising. Yeah, but Jimmy, it's been a soft schedule. Yeah, you can only beat the teams that you're playing. Like, you can't beat teams that you're not playing, I'm just saying. And, of course, as I've predicted time and time again, the Nets turn the corner, crickets. Oh, but I just want the drama. Why don't you actually pay attention to why this team is 24-12 now? Why they've won 11 on the truck? Oh, that's not as interesting as Kyrie being a fuckwit. No, it's not, but at the same time, it's fucking good. The defense, God, the way that they just went, no, that's pretty cool. That's very cute of you, Charlotte, with what you're trying to do. Uh, Here is a bunch of KD in your face. Here's a bunch of Kyrie. But they're now sort of just running squads out there and uh, units where everyone's at least trying on D. And they've now got TJ Warren back. And it's just like, ooh, yeah. Don't mind a bit of offensive kick off the fucking bench. How good is this? It's great. Seth Curry doesn't have to do too much. They've got Uta back. TJ's cruising. And that sort of combo, as we sort of talked about heading into this season, right? A big simo, Ben Simmons, KD, Royce O'Neal, you just need those switchy wings. All those switchy wings is gonna make life tough, and you can hide, you know, Kyrie Irving. And if Nick Claxton takes a bit of a step, and that's exactly what he's done, he had six blocks in that game against Charlotte the other day. Tell me they're not weekend winners. Ah, the Raptors are weekend winners. They desperately needed that win on the weekend. And they're a bit fucky, are the Raps. Just a bit fucky. But to beat Phoenix as shorthand as they were, it's like, yes, we just needed to settle. And they got it. Good job by them. The Pacers have won three on the trot. Now they are just cruising along. And it's like one of those points you go, nah, the Pacers are just good. Like... Oh, maybe they should not. They've passed the point of no return on like trading everybody to the point where Indy should now be like adding dudes and going, hey, Miles Turner, can we fuck all this trade talk? Can we we extend you? (laughs) Keep you around? Like, Miles Turner isn't fucking chopped liver. The dude can play his ass off and he's not very old. Like, what are we doing? It's feel. It's one of those things where you go, oh, geez, yeah, I'd be good on the Lakers. It's like, well, he'd be good on the fucking Pacers as well. What are you talking about? You know? Anyway. Uh, Other winners. I mean, the Nuggets getting a big win over the Celtics today was huge. The Grizzlies, cruising along again, three wins on the trot. The Mavs, though, come on. I mean, like, they're now up to fourth in the West after such a scrappy start to the year. Luka is just, you know, fucking... Talk about MVPs, like... Take Luka from this team and what is it? There's nothing. But they've been awesome. He's been incredible, obviously. Definite weekend winners. Just because, like, around the same time, like, the Clippers have lost a couple on the trot, the Kings have lost one, the Suns have lost a couple. They've dropped off dramatically. Um, The Blazers can't sort of seem to rattle off enough wins to stay relevant. And at the top of the West, you kind of have, like, Denver, Memphis, and New Orleans kind of just switching and changing, like, basically game to game. And they feel it, like the three most dominant teams, which means the West is wide open. But, as I've said time and time again, the Nugs are the team to beat in the West, and I fucking love them. Uh, other weekend winners, I don't know, that might just do us. Golden State, they've won four on the trot. You know, big home wins, doing what they need to do. Jordan Paul doing a pretty good Steph Curry impersonation. Uh, just sand's puby beard. He's got his own puby beard, so, uh, you know. Good times, great memories. What else we got? No one. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't think we need any other winners. Let's do some bloody losers then. Come on, Jim. Get around to it. Press the button. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Losers. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what. Not great if you're the Hawks, is it? When your coach is coming out, you go yeah. I thought about quitting, and everyone's like, "Fuck, did you?" <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, I didn't." It's like, okay, okay. That's that's cool, Nate. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's a bit fucked, isn't it?" It's all right. Yes, yes, it is, sir. Sir, it is. Uh, the Knicks could have basically been on this, but for the turnaround of uh, getting their last win. I mean, they had the six-game, five-game losing streak? Yeah, that's right. And then they turn around to beat Houston on the weekend, though. Um, feels like that's a bit of a cheat because it's still Houston, you know. Uh, but the Magic, man, that's also... They could be weekend winners. They've realized, oh, wait, we do have something here. This is good. No, no, no. We're going to still be shit, though. So they dropped their three on the trot. Very smart tanking. Uh, OKC, okay, so similar vibes. They have like a pretty close point differential where it's like minus 1.6 and they stay in every game, basically. And then just find a really nice way to lose. Just that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Houston, weekend losers because they stink and Eric Gordon's like, these guys fucking suck and I hate it here. (laughs) Please trade me. Uh, Clippers, tough couple of games for them on the weekend. You get that on the big jobs though. The Suns feel like the big weekend losers to me. Um... No Devin Booker for, what, a month? And it feels like, you know what, campaign, Landry, Shamwell, Shamit, uh, questionable for the next sort of run of games. They're just a bit cooked. And Jay Crowder's just like, nah, I don't want to go to work. (laughs) What a piece of shit. But the real weekend loser's got to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have lost six in a row. Uh, they lost to the Detroit Basketball Pistons, who, uh, last time I checked, are not a good basketball team. Killian Hayes is out. No okay, K Cunningham. It's basically Big Dicks at Deke Bay. Boyan Bogdanovich and not a joint amount else. Tough seeds. And Minnesota are just like, oh, uh, how can we shit down our legs? So, well, very easily this way. Chris Finch is not having a great time of it at the moment. And, uh yeah. So he it feels like the the Wolves and the Hawks just these sort of weird perennial underachievers where they make a big move in the off season and you go, look, you can do all the moves you want, but your DNA is still your shit. Blow it out your ass, you're like, oh, I guess that checks out. All right, let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the weekend. Oh, it's we some absolute fucking crackers. <laughs> nice. That's a knife. Tell you what, CJ McCollum, I mentioned that one. The 11 threes, 42 points. He was fucking incredible for the Pelicans. He was a Pelican, not a Pelican. Uh, Giannis had the first back-to-back 40 and 20 games since Moses fucking Malone in 1982. Jesus. Seriously, 43 and 25 assists. They just smashed the Wolves on Saturday. It's the first time since Moses in 82 to have a 40-20. Back to back. They also came back from what? Half. They were down double digits half time. Get the win. Snap their own losing streak. Send the Wolves off into a uh, fucking tizzy. Uh, Luca. Mentioned him earlier. Mentioned Dallas. Talk about weekend winners. Like Dallas just going, yeah, right. How about we just get Luca to do more? Is that, is that. Should we just do that? And Luca's like, meh. Yeah. Just get me some more beers and uh, then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> How many beers you got? 51. Cool. He's 51 points on hit. Uh, absolute fucking chaos. Because if it's not 50, he's dropping a triple-double. And sometimes he's also dropping a 60-point triple-double. You're like, ah, this seems pretty historic. <laughs> and it is. I mean, Dallas, look, unless he's doing that sort of shit, they're still tough to watch. But fuck when he's on one. He is absolutely delightful. The Slovenian Andrew Gaze. Ah, but come on, I think I have to uh just pay one here. Like, for as much as they stink, I mean, geez, it's it's pretty bad sometimes as well, right? It really is. The Lakers stink! But LeBron James is still fucking incredible. 47 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists, come from behind win over Atlanta on his birthday. Absolutely remarkable scenes. The dude's 38. It's like. You have that moment going, yeah, when you're my age. I As I've said before, like, I groan when I get off the couch. <laughs> LeBron's having 47, 10, and 9s. Unfucking real So, yeah, that, we'll give that one on his birthday, 38. We'll talk about him again later. Don't worry about that. But unbelievable, absolutely awesome scenes. Good job, LeBron. Turns out that bloke is pretty good. Spud, 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 It is Spud of the night. Spud of the night. couple of Spuds. Chris Duarte, Jaden, Ivy. Oh, five for Duarte. Oh, four for Ivy. Uh, Romeo Langford. I enjoyed how he backed up like an absolute belter of a game. 23 points. Crushing it goes out next game. Oh, six. Thanks for coming, Romeo. Romeo, wherefore fucking art thou? Romeo, I'm over here missing all my shots. Okay, thanks, bud. Miles McBride goes one of ten. Just another Nick legend. Just chasing that John Starks fucking awesome record. Um, One of my favorite stat lines, a lot of people are late are doing the old two or 12. And we got another one the other day. Herb Jones is fucking missing everything. Like any time you're missing ten shots... You know, like it's just a lot when you're only hitting two and you're missing more than ten, like CJ. followed up followed up his eleven threes with a four or sixteen. you're like, that's pretty bad. But there's a couple of cappers here, right? Like we had four blokes on Saturday go three or ten. Boo! Austin Reeves went one of 13. Now I ask you, why the fuck is Austin Reeves shooting 13 times in the first place? And otherwise, like, holy shit, like, how do you then miss 12 of those 13 (laughs) shots, Austin Reeves? What the fuck, bro? Or what the fuck? Or what are you doing there, Austin Reeves? You dickhead. Uh, Because that's not good. 1 of 13 is, like, absolute chaos levels of your shit, you know? So, um, look, 1 of 13, Austin Reeves, it's not going to quite go to the spot of the night shitty Louvre along with Dylan Brooks, Reggie Bullock, and Lowry, Tatum last year, PJ Hamilton, Washington with his 0-13, but, jeez, it comes bloody close. Five points. Did that in 26 minutes as well. Austin, mate, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Were there there troubles at home, Matt? Were there there troubles at home? 1-9 from downtown, 1-13. of Ah, but, of course, we'd like to thank... As always, Jaden... Jaden McDaniels? Jaden. Yes. Jaden McDaniels, because he went and shot... (laughs) Eleven, Thanks for coming, Jada McDaniels. Uh, extra bonus round vibe. Uh, Joel Embiid. Oof. Watching him in crunch time the other day, just against the Pals, you're like, oof. That was uh, not great. Missed, like, so many fucking shots. Bunch of turnovers. You're like, eh. Yeah. Ben Simmons is no longer there to blame. <laughs> just just saying. Joel, might want, to, uh, might want to watch that. Meanwhile, Zion just, like, fucking... Killing motherfuckers. Old oh, mate, no mate. Old oh, mate, no mate. Old oh, mate. No, oh, mate, no mate. Old oh, mate, no mate. Old oh, mate, no, mate. Oh, mate, no, mate. Oh, mate, no mate. Who's got no mates today? Uh, I mean, probably, what, the shock clock electrician guy? The guy who's in charge of clocks <laughs> at that Grizzlies arena. I don't know what it is with the Grizzlies. Your shit gets wonky every so often. Uh, the PA announced it to count down the shock clock via a stopwatch the fuck is, is the 1960s, at least then, they, even then they had that shit sorted, fucking hell, so when there's a shot clock violation, they blew a fucking air horn, unbelievable, uh, another old mate, no mate, Eric Gordon, I enjoyed this, he got asked about, you know, hey uh, Eric, what's the improvement you've uh, you've seen since the start of the year, and he's like, there's been no improvement, <laughs> fucking hell, aka, get me the fuck out of here, Uh, pantsing of the weekend that goes to the wolves. I mean, we've already shit on them in the weekend losers, but getting pants by the Detroit basketball Pistons is just like, how do you show you show up to work like after that? It's like, who did you guys lose to? The Pistons, but, 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 but how? <laughs> you know, how? How did you manage that? They're shit. Oh wait, are you guys shit? It's like, yeah, I think they might be. That's just like you let Bogey go off for 28. Big dig, Bay. All five of the bench players from the Pistons were in double figures. That is absolutely fucking chaos. The Wolves, meanwhile, got 30 of Ant Man. D had 25 and 5 with zero rebounds, zero steals, zero blocks. Thanks for coming, D Lo. Try your hardest, mate. Try your hardest. Rudy Gobert, the of Tower, nine points, ten rebounds. 28 minutes, fucked, mate. <laughs> just what a car crash this team is. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, but also, an extra bit of a bonus pantsing. Pop, uh, before the last, you know, the Luca Mavs Spurs game, uh, Pop was asked about Luca, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, nah, we'll just hold him under 50. That's what we're going to try to do. Luca went, well, that's pretty funny because uh, he's 51. Fuck you, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Seriously, we're holding Luca under fifty, says Pop, and Luca goes, "Blow it out your ass, Coach Pop." He had fifty-one, and they won by one. Ah, uh, better than Lonzo Ball. Oh, oh. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're gonna get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Tyrese Halliburton, I mentioned him earlier. In that win over the Clippers, he had 24, 7, and 10 with four steals in a block, with zero turnovers. He had fucking 18 points in the fourth quarter. They win that game, steal it out there, and that's when you have that moment of going, hang on. The paces are just good. Like <laughs> they just are. So, fuck trading Buddy Heald and Miles Turner to the fucking Lakers or whatever other Lakers wet dream you're going to throw out there. Keep them together because, I mean, you add to that fucking squad, you might actually have some something. Like, that's awesome. Halliburton's unreal and easily better than Lonzo Ball. And finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week this was, uh, I mean, there's a bit of Draymond chatter, a bit of Jeremy Sohan, I mean, he was uh, awesome in getting in, uh, Dal- in Luke's face, I enjoyed it, but it's just a bit more of the legend of the week, right, like, Luke has got a bit of the, the cockhead about him too, right, he's yelling at his coaching staff, not calling times out and shit like that, kind of enjoyed it, but, I mean, it's Probably got to go to the 12-year-old kid who uh, said that Kevin Durant is the goat. God, it's it's because I'm 12. You've still got the fucking internet, kid. (laughs) There you go, 12-year-old girl. You're the fucking dickhead of the weekend. Nah, you're all right. I do enjoy that. The kids are just getting into it. But, uh, look, in terms of the vibes, I kind of – the Andrew Wiggins asked about Canada as well. That's a bit of a dickhead of the week moment as well. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do it if they made the Olympics, but I'm not going to do a three-year commitment, you know? It's like, what else are you doing, Andrew Wiggins? Seriously. Like, you're Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> oh, I've got my fashion mind to run. No, you don't. Like, I just assume that Andrew Wiggins spends the offseason just, like, sitting quietly and staring at a wall. Like, there is nothing about Andrew Wiggins that screams out, yes, he is too busy to represent his country and maybe help them win, like, Olympic medals. Because Team Canada, BT dubs, could be fucking just gigantic. But if you're going to take that approach, guess what? You deserve to get your ass kicked by Australia every fucking time. Simple as that, mate. Simple as that. Don't hear that coming out of Patty Mills or Jingling Joe Ingles, do you? Righto. This is me and ours right after This. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Cadet. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Elliot. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as WorTho. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And You're listening to NBA Australia. 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 I love this. Some good nars brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch, get your merch. Go buy a t shirt, buy a hoodie. Come on. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Do it. NBAstray.com slash shop or just click on the links on the socials. Come on. We've got to clear out that room. Uh, Randos are coming up. Quick, bloody hell. I uh, got a good one from Scotty Baxter. Yeah, nah, Doncic heard Popovich wanting to keep him under 50, so he got 51 just to spite him. Yeah, nah. Combination, yeah. Also, combination, I mean, what the fuck else are the Mavs going to do at the moment? <laughs> but it is definitely out of spite. It's like, fuck you, Coach Pop. How many beers you got? Nah, I've got this nice bottle of one. Nah, wine eh, is not beer. Fuck off. <laughs> Here's 51 on here. Luca. I love it. But, yeah, that's a good one, Scotty. Just absolutely fucking him. Get that man some help, ASAMP. Oh, we've got Tim Hardaway. Ugh. Gross. Uh, can the Wolves do anything to turn this around, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. I mean, yeah, they can. Will they, though? Nah. Uh, because there's plenty of r- reports out there at the moment. There's uh, indications internally that Finch's job is in no jeopardy at all. Uh, Tim Connolly, their new boss there, obviously. They've committed to the long-term vision with Rudy Gobert and Finch. So people would be shocked if they made a big change anytime soon. Stability and continuity a core beliefs for uh, Tim Connolly. I mean, that's fine. But also, do you think Tim Connolly has been in charge of a team with D'Angelo fucking Russell on it before? Pack him the fuck away. Get him out of there. Trade Cat as well, and away you go. Build around fucking Ant-Man and Rudy Gobert, and you're laughing. Jimmy, are you joking? No, I'm fucking serious. Cat stinks. Next time he plays fucking defense, it'll be the first time you've seen him do it. And Delo is just a fucking cancer. Having watched him from day one on, uh, well, not day one, but watching him fucking swan around in the Lakers, be an absolute fuckstick, Then go to Brooklyn do the exact same sort of thing, and he's like hanging out there now in Minnesota. Acting like his chief dick. It's like, dude, play a good game more than once every two fucking weeks and then you can do it. Jesus. I'd pack them the fuck off and try to go Ant-Man, Go-Bear. What do we got? The problem with that, though, as well is, right, Go-Bear and Ant-Man, it's just, even that fit sort of stinks a bit, right? Because you've just got a lot of Go-Bear in the middle of the fucking lane. Where does Ant-Man live? The lane. Tough scenes. Maybe trade Gobert and try to fucking re jigger it all. Um, last one, are oh, the Bulls are gonna keep this going? Well, dog, oh, Jimmy Levine had 43. Yeah, he did that against Detroit. The Keel under fucking fourteen. He could have forty three on Detroit. Uh, they are gonna keep this going, yeah. Because that's the Bulls modus operandi. Do fucking nothing. Cash checks. Done. Oh, we went and traded for Vooch. Yeah. How much fucking thought did you put into that? Not much. <laughs> oh. I don't know what it is about that team, but it just... like The problem that they have is obviously that they owe that uh, top four protected pick this year, and it's just probably too much of a gamble to go, well, maybe we should tank. It's like, oh, well, maybe if you tank, you fuck up and miss out on your pick anyway this year, but... At the same time, it's already sunk cost. Maybe just fucking take it on the chin. Trade Demar, kick the tires under the cakes head on Levine trade. Same with Vooch. By the same token, as I've said, like their big problem is like developing their own fucking talent that they draft, and they've done a shit job of that. Like Patch Williams, Kirby, Kirby White, like even like the development of dudes like Oh soon Moon shit. And he's like, are they any good? Not really. Fuck. Last one, uh, is it a problem if Trey Young fucks off Nate McMillan and Nate McMillan resigns. Yeah, nah. I mean, it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. Talk about the era of empowerment of players and shit. Nate McMillan's just like, I'm fucking sick of these pricks. I'm sick of this little bastard, Trey. Fuck him. I don't want to work with him anymore. It becomes a big problem. Like if the rest of the locker room is like, Nah, no, we stand with Nate, and Trey's like, Nah, fire him and he gets pushed to resign. Like, that's fucked. And it doesn't send the set the greatest sort of standard for the NBA from here on out, does it? Speaking of which, though, a bit of a flip side to that, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, I've mentioned this before, um, but I don't like it when I hear coaches say, oh, well, geez, it's just pretty tough coaching today's players. Well, who the fuck else are you going to coach? <laughs> oh, they're just a bit of They don't want to take teaching. It's like, oh, so just like every generation ever? <laughs> I'm coaching a different generation of players that I played with and really kind of coached, said Nate McMillan. No fucking shit, Nate McMillan, because you're like fucking 60. <laughs> maybe not 60 in your 50s, but fuck me. Like, I love Nate McMillan. Oh, it's different the way you communicate, the way the game is played and how they see the game. Yeah, and there's probably advantages to that. They see the game different than when I played it and when I started coaching. Guess what? That's the fucking point. You've got to find the common ground. How do they see the game? How do I coach them up? How do I put them into positions to succeed? Like, you can't coach yesterday's fucking players. Just coach the best you can. Be a leader. Try to relate. Try to connect. Challenge them. Put them in positions to succeed. Play to their strengths. And if you can't, then get a fucking different job. (laughs) Oh, geez. It's pretty tough coaching today's players. Oh, cry me, a fucking river. It's your job. It's not rocket surgery. (laughs) Oh, it's so hard. They're always on their phone. It's Monday, and our back, you know what that means? That's right, The squid and I just walked out the front yard here in the fucking lawn. And I set him out to uh, fucking take down that wombat. Yep. Ran him out there with just a shovel. (laughs) And guess what was on the specials board today? Flattened wombat. That's right, he just beat it to death. Fucking hell. Bloody savage, the squid, I'll tell you that much. Tastes delicious, though. It's all tenderized. And you can only get it at Outback. And today's flame your take is, if the shot clock breaks in your arena, the away team should be able to play without a fucking shot clock, just like in the olden days. It's not their fault your fucking arena's falling apart, you idiots. Only at Outback. Seriously, what the fuck? That was just chaos. What are you doing, Memphis? Anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. we be back with Australian Player Watch. I reckon we'll uh, do it right after. Let's hear from... I want to hear from Delhi. Let's do that. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Uh, Let's do it. NBA Australia, Australian Player Watch. just got to figure out if I can uh, actually (laughs) do this. I'm working off like one iPad down at the moment. And uh, so we might have to uh, figure this out a little bit differently. How do we do it, Jim? How do we do it? Well, it'd be good if the iPad just fucking did its job the way it was meant to. Nah, we're going to have to lose that song in the background. That's all right. We'll just pop something else on the background. There you go. There we go. Another, another ramshackle song. Uh, this is the problem. It just doesn't want to play that at the same time. So, big semi-Ben Simmons. I mentioned that it was uh, not batting against Charlotte. I don't the 19 minutes. Went one or two from the floor. The two turnovers, two points, two fouls, two assists, three rebounds, causing some havoc. That was it. (laughs) So, really, didn't do a giant amount. Paddy didn't even get out there uh, until. No, he didn't get out there in that uh Charlotte game. Last game he played was that awesome game against Atlanta the other day when he hit three or three from free. Free for free from free. Rock'em, sock him, block him, jock'em Landale. Has he trucking? Well I'll tell you what, in that loss to the Toronto Raptors, he had six points and eleven rebounds. Fucking smashed did the rooster, big cock jock. Six points, eleven rebounds, one assist, two or two from the floor, two or two at the line. Love to see him hitting his free throws. Great stuff by the Rooster. Always good. Uh, keeping the dream alive. How about I mentioned Joe Ingles, his uh, his run of late. <laughs> Look, it's sort of this weird mix of good, bad, ugly, good, bad, ugly. As you'd expect from a dude coming back from an ACL, he had an awesome game against the Wolves. He had 14 points, five rebounds, and 10 assists. That is fucking mega, and that's exactly what the Bucks will get from him. Uh, in 25 minutes, he went 5-9 from the floor, 4-7 from downtown. Of course, he then backed it up with a 0.0 of 0.04 effort from the floor, but he did have six assists in that game in the 17 minutes against Washington. You're going to get that on the big jobs. He's coming back from an ACL. Cut him some fucking slack. Let's go. Uh, Dyson Daniels, 10 minutes against the Grizzlies uh, yesterday. Uh, zero points, one assist, one rebound, 0-1 from the floor. That was a three. Unfortunately, at the exact same stat line against the Schickshitzers, 21 minutes, 0-1 from the floor. That was a three. Zero points. Uh, he was a little bit better across the board, though. He had two steals, a block, two assists, and a rebound in that Sixers game. Did our man the vacuum, uh, Greeny. We all know that he's uh, dealing with his elbow injury. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. And Ozzy uh, Matty T mentioned that he had an absolute belter against the Thunders. Played 22 minutes, shorthanded, stepped up. Nine points, 3-3 from three. Three from three, three for free. For free. And uh, against the Pelicans the night before, he got in some cardio. Eight minutes, three rebounds, zero points, one block. What an absolute fucking chaos havoc causer he is, though. deli got out there against Memphis. Love it for a minute. Talk about the one trillion. One zero 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 for our one true king on you, deli Fucking crashed it, uh, as he always does. And look... I said the other day, just gets out there, causes heaps of havoc, and boom, away you go. Same with Jack White. Boom, 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 boom. boom. One twenty-three, one eleven. They uh, lose that, but uh, they win that game against the Celtics today. Jack White gets out there for the last two minutes, runs around, causing havoc. Two minutes, 2000000000000 two trillion, two zero 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 zero. Love it. And of course, our man, the mop top mamba, Josh Giddy. unreal. Back to back 20 point games now. He had the uh, 21 10 and 3 against Charlotte back on uh, Friday. And then against the Sixers yesterday against his mate, Matty T. 20 points, nine rebounds, two assists, a block and a steal. That is awesome. Nine of 15 shooting, hits a three, one of three from downtown. That's uh, three and four games he's gone for 20 points. That's massive. Kicking that average uh, so far for December up to 16 points a game. The mop-top mamba is coming for you. 20 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, a block, and a steal. Everybody watch the fuck out. Go and get you. You're going to get you. Righto, what else we got? We've got the Andrew Gay's Grey Mamba Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. That's one of the things that we've got left in this show. So let's do that. Andrew Gay's Grey Mamba Obviously, Luca, his last five games, he's had fifty-eight and 10, 32, 9, and 9, 60, 21, and 10, 35, 12, and 13, and then 51, 6, and 9. Fuck you. That is just ridiculous. Uh, but of course, I mentioned this earlier, LeBron, 47 points, turning 38. That is just incredible. He's 5 and 4 on his birthday. Now, conspiracy theorists would say he played in this one and put up 47 just so he'd always have a winning record on his birthday, just in case he retires this offseason. Uh, but that's the third most points ever scored by a player aged 38 or older. That's behind Jamal Crawford and Michael Jordan. <laughs> that's such a weird, funny list. We both had 51. Uh, the craziest part for me, and this is why I chucked this in the Grey Mummer Award, he passed MJ for the longest span between their first and last 40-point game. So, 18 years and 278 days after he first topped 40 points while playing for Cleveland. That's right, when he was on Cleveland. Cleveland. He then did it again. That is... How's that? 40-point games, almost 19 years apart. Un-fucking-real. All right, Paddy Mills Game Day, Blow Game Day, Twitter check-in. Great one from Paddy... As mentioned the other day, with the uh, the fashion show where it's just like showing off the uh, the millie drip, uh, he was absolutely crushing it too. Looking great, missus looking good, and uh, but also had another one just pop off. Appreciated twenty two, and just a whole bunch of him and the missus looking sharp, having a good party, looking cool, doing fun shit, meeting legends, having a great time. What a fucking legend. Paddy Mills, living his absolute best life. Could not be happier for him. Could not be more inspired by that man. Uh, There's a man we should all aspire to live more like in 2023. What were your New Year's resolutions? I don't really do them. It's just like, I don't know, just fucking stay out of trouble. Let's do some game previews, game previews, game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bain. How was your New Year's Eve? Oh, very good. I fought the Batman. All right, good job. Uh, we crushed our picks the other day. Fifteen of twenty across the weekend, so we absolutely nailed the. We went seven of nine against the spread on on Saturday. Head to head on Sunday, we went six of eight. <clears throat> and Monday, uh, we went two of three. I had changed my Celtics Nuggets pick, so that went for a yes. BT dubs still missed the uh, bucks though today, but now the Grizz. Um, and there you go. So that leaves us at for the season, 340 correct picks of 527. That is bloody good. Tomorrow. We have a huge slate tomorrow. Uh, you can read all my breakdowns on code bet.com. you for every one of these games, actually. Um, Hopefully these all match up to what I wrote. <laughs> Phoenix at New York City Knickerbockers. Look, just without... Look, the Knicks are without RJ Barry. He's got a bung finger. But they're one-and-a-half-point favorites. I just think they're a little bit too good at home. I think defensively they'll be a little bit too good for Phoenix. It should be a good game, though. I love a good Suns-Knicks game. Uh, I just think Julius Randle and Co. will probably... And Jalen Brunson will just be a little bit too good for a team that's missing pretty much all its guards except for Chris Paul. Um, so give me the Knicks, minus one and a half. Philly hosts the Pelicans. Philly are amazing at covering the spread at home, so they're five and a half point favorites. I'm taking that, uh, despite the Pals beating them the other day. I just kind of like Philly at home. Watching B just put up a massive one. Cleveland hosts Chicago. They're three and a half point favorites at home. They will kill the Bulls at home. Don't forget the Cavs are fucking dominating when you know. Ohio. The Lakers go to Charlotte. This is basically, I think they were half point underdogs in Charlotte, I'm taking the Lakers. I think they just can rattle off a couple of wins against these shit teams like Atlanta and Charlotte as they <coughs> do their tour of what they've done. It they've done Florida, they've done Florida. Now they're working their way through the rest of the uh, the East Eastern Conference South East Division. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Uh, so give me the Lakers, Toronto and Indy. I had to go Indy. Toronto look to be getting better, but Indy are good. Like, good. And there are two, two and two two a half point favorites at home. I think they're pretty fine there. Brooklyn, San Antonio was a tough one because Brooklyn are 13 and a half point favorites. I think the best bet I had there was like over 229 points a game. Uh, over 229 and a half points for that one because Brooklyn on this 11 game winning streak are averaging over 122 points and the Spurs give up the most points in the league. So, go the over. But also that probably gives you more leeway with brooklyn's 13 and a half spread so look brooklyn you kind of just have to go with it and hope that they kick the fuck out of like 140 to 120 <laughs> it might happen minnesota plus three and a half against denver denver on a back-to-back i think today's win against boston will take it out of a minnesota need a big bounce back win after the demoralizing loss to detroit i'll take the wolves after i've done all that shit talking i think they get a big win tomorrow Or at least cover that three and a half point spread. Dallas go to Houston, seven and a half. This has been as high as nine and a half in other spots, but I like Dallas minus seven and a half a lot more. Nine and a half is probably a bit too high. That's a backdoor cover sort of number. Seven and a half, I like it for Dallas. Another big Luka game. Away we go. Golden State hosts Atlanta. Atlanta suck. Golden State, even without Steph, everyone four on the trot. And they are still amazing at home with the league's best home court advantage. I'm going Golden State minus two and a half. We've got Portland hosting Detroit. In a replay of the 1990 NBA Finals, Portland had 9.5-point favorites. I went back and forth on this for ages. I like Portland, though, just because this just sort of smacks of a game where Dame just goes off and Detroit are like, ah, oh, what do we do about this? Yeah, 9.5, I'll take that. And Clippers, 4.5-point favorites over Miami. I took a lot of favorites tomorrow, apart from the like Minnesota and the Lakers. It's a lot, but I'll take the Clippers over Miami just because Miami pulled that last win out of their ass against the Utah Jazz. The Clippers look to be hitting a nice groove until they lost a couple. But at home, I like them against Miami. So on Wednesday, we'll just do we'll do all the games through Friday, just in case. I don't know what's what day I'm going to do another show this week. It might be Friday again, but we'll figure that out. Anyway, uh, Wednesday, Washington go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee get a big revenge win there. Boston go to OKC. I like the Celtics to bounce back. Sacramento, Utah. I'll take the Jazz. They've been sweating as well. They could have been on weekend losers, but uh, as good as Sacramento have been, there's just something funky about that Utah. I think they can win that one. Memphis over Charlotte on Thursday. Phoenix go to Cleveland. I'll take the Cavs. Because Phoenix, you cannot trust them. And Cleveland are good at home. Don't forget Orlando host OKC. OKC on a back-to-back. This is a tank game, which is weird to think about in January. But one of those ones where you go, oh, who wants to win this one? Ooh, Orlando probably in a better position. Philly, they host Indy, I kinda of like sixes there, just that size over Indy. The Knickerbockers host the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. I'll take the Knicks. Toronto hosts Milwaukee. The Bucks on a back to back. You gotta go the Raps. I think the length there will get them. Chicago hosts Brooklyn. I think this is where the streak is snapped. Chicago to beat Brooklyn at home. Big vooch game, that one. Portland, they go to Minnesota. Oh, oof. It's the Marta Webster game. Let's go. Fuck yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, Tyrus Thomas, anybody? Uh, Portland and Minnesota. I'll take Portland. going to be a bit tricky though if they don't have Nurk. Maybe that's Minnesota. Maybe Minnesota turn around after all this fucking hand-wringing and they win a couple on the back-to-back. Uh, a couple on a, in a row. Yeah, I'll take Minnesota actually. Changing that. Minnesota. New Orleans host Houston. Pelicans will smash them. Golden State will smash Detroit at home as well. Lakers host Miami. I like Miami in that one. Uh, beat them just the other day. Took care of them a lot. Uh, Atlanta go to Sacramento. I'll take the Kings. And then Friday, Memphis go to Orlando. I'll take the Grizzlies with Orlando in a back-to-back. Boston go to Dallas. That is tasty as hell. Give me Luka. Luka versus Tatum. That's going to be unreal. Utah go to Houston. I'll take the Jazz and the Clippers go to Denver. Oof, What a great Friday matchup that is. Boston, Dallas, Clippers, Denver. Fuck yes. Uh, I'll take Denver against the Clippers. Boom. Done. There you go, another holiday show knocked over. I'll do a really quick Deli review to finish this off. I mean, I'll get Deli in to do a really quick review. Yep. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Face IG. Hope you had a good news. Hope you partied hardy and uh, you're stoked and ready for a big 2023. Should be some fun, interesting shit happening for us this year. I'll tell you that much. Cannot wait. Um, make sure you're following us on all the socials, Twitter, Face IG. NFL straight myself and Gaz each week. Every Tuesday night pops out, usually Wednesday morning. Uh, NFL season is just fucking chaos at the moment. Loving it. So that's a good chat. Some tins, me, Gaz, boom. Uh, rating review, do that. Come on, I don't ask for much. Just rating review the show, would you? Come on. Bloody hell. Taking the piss if you haven't. Seriously. NBAStraight.com slash shop. Get your merch. Uh, a big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule. Also, thanks go to Joshua Delarentes, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex I Green, 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 and Dozes for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J, and Earth, Face, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Supports Stray Band, so should you. Let's close out with a very quick deli review. And we will catch you later this week, you dickheads. Probably Thursday, maybe Friday. I'm trying to actually get a bit of fucking chilling out going on while we're down here in Lawn. So, uh, I might give myself another couple of days. See how we go. Let's say Friday. Fuck it. <laughs> what will get you less stabbed, Jimmy? <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Probably Friday, then. All right. Speak to you then, dickheads. This is the NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosen. Okay, so I met over here just a by for a real quick pop culture review and shit, eh? So, yeah, like the missus, she's like, oh, Deli, where the fuck you been? Like, Chrissy and New Year's and shit. I'm like, fucking, I don't know, Sacramento, we've got to, like, do all these games everywhere and shit. Look, I'll try to be home. And we're back home, and I'm like, fucking, yeah, how good this? She's like, oh, yeah, go fix all this shit, fix the gutters. I'm like, fuck. Don't we have a bloke who does that? All the fuck, man? Anyway, so I did all that sort of shit. And uh, just hanging out the house and all that sort of stuff, trying to get a couple of days off and, you know, just bringing the New Year's and shit. And oh, she's like, oh, I want to watch this tally show that everyone's been yelling about. It's called Only Murders in the Building. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking sick, whatever. Put it on. I'll just put it on my phone. And she chucks it on. And now I'm fucking hooked. It's sick. Martin Short, he's that funny prick from The Three Amigos. He's on there with Steve Martin, one of the other funny blokes from The Three Amigos. It's fucking awesome, man. So, yeah. And it's got, what's that, Selena Gomez and shit. Oh, it's fucking, she's hot. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, It's just good. And it's, like, the second season. We've been fucking loving it. So, look, I'll give you about 24 out of 10 daily ones. Like, it's fucking good, man. Like, you just try to get get sucked into the mysteries and shit. We've been binging it, me and the missus. And, like, Squid goes to bed and fucking boom. And on it goes. Love it, man. So, yeah. 24 out of 10 daily ones. Sick ass. Go check it out. Right, all right. Happy 2023 fucking digheads. And I'll uh, catch us next week for another daily review. All right, later fuckers. Daily out.